0: All right, starting off hour number two, I am Jim Rome. <laughs> this guy's got a thought. Not an original thought, but the first one through with this thought. At Tatted Vet 2. Hey, Jim, spread the word. I'm available to take over for Frank Reich once again. Sincerely, Jeff Saturday. Yeah, that was kind of trending around Twitter. Slash the X over the weekend. And my question is, who wants that job? Mike Jones mentioned it, and I was going to get to it, but not only do you have an owner who has that in him to blast guys without letting them finish a year, but in the meantime, he's pretty meddlesome. Granted, it's his team. He can do what he wants. That's fine. But who are you going to get to take that job? When you have an owner that's always up in your business, when you're trying to get it done, and you don't have a hell of a lot to work with. Now, that's not to say the Reich... Is without blame. You know, again, you got, they may have picked the wrong quarterback. However, to Mike Jones's point, look at the Texans. Look at the situation that they put CJ Stroud in. Look at that system. Look at his support. Look what they ask him to do. Granted, the Texans have more to work with, they're just better. They're a better organization. They're better coached. It's a better situation. And Stroud, as it turns out, was the better player, the better pick, the better everything. But if you're Frank Reich and you're the so-called quarterback whisperer, could you have gotten any less out of the number one pick overall than you did? He's not without blame. I'm just saying, where do you go now for a head coach? That's not an easy job. You might say there are no bad jobs in the NFL. I would say that's not a good job. Not given what you inherit and an owner who's going to be up in your business, right up in your grill, meddling, You know, it's one thing to be bad and have an impatient owner who's not coming around telling you what to do. It's another to be bad and having a guy always telling you what to do and meddling. So it'll be really interesting to see who will take that job. Somebody will. It's an NFL job with an NFL paycheck. But that's another example of a guy getting broken off before the end of the first year. You know Tepper wants a splashy hire. You know he does. But in order to get that splash, who's going to agree to those terms? Also, there was a report this morning that the players themselves didn't find out until they checked social media. They didn't know. Another red flag. This says, Mike K. tweeted this. I've been told by multiple Panthers players that they found out about Frank Reich's firing through social media. A team meeting was called shortly thereafter. He's a beat reporter for the Charlotte Observer, as always. I mean, handle it the way you're going to handle it, but handle it the right way. Make the decision you're going to make, but handle it the right way. Tell the players. The players should not have to open up their phone to find out they don't have a head coach. Let the players know. Sky writes, Rome, I recommend benching the Shaft Sugar Signed, the guy whose penis died. P.W. Shooting That's sure I remember. Ride. I think I'm going to plead the Shop Belichick. I'm going to plead the hood. Name. The hood amendment. I don't remember. You know what I, mean. I don't know what that means. I don't know where that song came from. I can't I'm going to plead the hood. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, I don't know anything about any penis dying.
1: I can't Nor remember. do I know
0: anything about any sugar shaft. I can't remember. I can't remember. I plead the hood. I can't remember. You know, the hood amendment. Check the Constitution. Uh. Bob Sala pleads the fifth. I plead the hood. I can't remember. All right, so 1 800 636 8686. Andy Staples at 1140. The big head, James Kelly. Top of our number three. All right, so why do I have a feeling? Hey, Michigan man, it's time. Why do I have a feeling that Michigan man suddenly has a whole lot to say? A whole lot to say today. Hey, Michigan man, like I said, I already know your take. Well, one of your many takes. But I already know your main take about me and this show. Why didn't Rome lead with us? Why didn't Rome lead his Monday show with us? If Ohio State would have won, he would have started the show with the Buckeyes, for sure. To which Rome says, I don't like that call. Not a very good call. That manual buzzer live just probably took a year off my life, and it was worth it. That's how wrong you are, Michigan man. Again, Monday morning we start with the NFL regardless because there's way more people interested in that than you throwing the victim card every chance you get. Solid win, Michigan, man. Solid win. And I'll get to it. But I'm not leading the show with you. Hear me out. I'm not leading the show with you. And it's got nothing to do with you. This is a national radio-slash-TV program. There are way more people interested in the NFL than in you, Michigan man. So you'll get your time, just not off the top of the program. As I mentioned, you could have won by seven TDs. You could have lost by seven TDs. It didn't matter how that game went. It didn't matter if you won. It didn't matter if you lost. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter because the NFL leads this program every Monday in season. So do not bring that bullcrap around here about how if Ohio State would have won, I would have led with that. That's a straight lie. You don't get the top of the program. You'll get yours, just not the top of the program. Especially since y'all got real quiet for a while there. You know, when the supposed victim running the program had a chance to defend himself, said he couldn't wait to defend himself, and could not wait for the legal process, due process, the opportunity, and then opted for none of the above. Opted instead to accept his second three-game suspension of this scandal-ridden season. But credit to... Credit to... Sharon Moore, for keeping the magical season of scandal alive. Michigan might have beaten Ohio State in the big house on Saturday. They may still call themselves America's team, but honestly, America lost. Because now America has to deal with the magical season of scandal and victimhood, likely running all the way through the college football playoff. I mean, seriously, on the one hand, credit to Sharon Moore for going 6-0 and while his boss was off sitting in timeout. However, no credit to Moore for acting like the dude died, and the hysterics, and the waterworks, and the overreacting. At least, he didn't do any of that in his post-game remarks on Saturday. He just got the name of his own school, the school that he professes to love so much. He got the name of that school wrong.
2: I mean, look at it. This is what it is. Michigan University, we love you. The fans, the players, man, this is all about the players. Coach Harbaugh, we got your back, baby. We love you. How's for you, baby.
0: Michigan University?
2: Michigan University, we love you.
0: That was an awfully big win over Ohio University, wasn't it?
2: Michigan University, we love you.
0: Man, you own Ohio JC.
2: Michigan University, we love
0: you. Man, I can't believe you did Ohio A&M like that again. Michigan
2: University, we love you.
0: Dude, can you believe they just beat Ohio Tech Michigan again? Michigan University, we love you. Hey, man, I know. I know what that game represents all year long, every day. It's right there on the wall. Beat Miami of Ohio. Michigan University, we love you. Michigan University, we love you.
2: Michigan University, we love you.
0: Hey coach, I don't know if you know. The school is the University of Michigan. I'm not even a Michigan man and I know that. University of Michigan. Then again, I don't really call or care if you want to call it Michigan University. I don't care. The hell do I care? But I know the men of Michigan care. I know that the men of Michigan cringed when they heard that. Which on second thought doesn't sound so bad. You know what? Never mind. Go ahead. Keep calling it Michigan U.
2: Michigan University, we love you.
0: Keep calling it Michigan University and professing your love for Michigan University. In my book, frankly, you can call that school whatever the hell you want. When you beat Ohio State... And when you out-coach the Ohio State coach, hey, Coach Moore, keep it up. You earned it. Do what you want. Which brings me to Ryan Day. I like Ryan Day. I like this dude a lot. He's been a winning machine in Columbus. And he has been for so long. And he will be as long as he doesn't coach against Michigan. I'm sure he'll keep winning. Until he runs into Michigan. Until he bumps up against Michigan. Three losses in a row to those dudes is not going to get cut it, no matter who you are. No matter how many other games you win, no matter who you are, losing three in a row to those guys is not going to cut it. Nobody cares if you win every other game, which he literally has in the Big Ten, but it doesn't matter when you lose to Michigan every year, which is what's happening now. <laughs> These numbers are incredible. Like, they're laughable. He's 40-0 and 0 against every other program in the Big Ten since he took over. Like, you'd build a statue for this guy for a record like that. Except he's 1-3 and 3 against Michigan. And he was 1-0. and 0. And that's really all that matters in that gig, right? 40-0, 50-0, 80-0, 100-0, 1-3. Oh, he's feeling it. I have one pressing question this morning. I want to know where Lou Holtz is right about now. Like I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Because frankly, I wouldn't mind shaking that dude's hand. Because he could not have been more right in his assessment of Ohio State. Just like he could not have been more right when he spiked the ball on Ryan Day's face in an interview after the game on Saturday.
2: Losing to Michigan three years in a row is not good.
0: That's true. That's true. He's going to be a little hot water.
2: Yeah, it will be. What a long ride home, man. It must be.
0: Like, I don't think we had seen. I know he has been a motivational speaker and has been out and about. But when was the last time we saw Lou Holtz before he got off prior to that Notre Dame game? And then day dunked on him. All of a sudden, now Lou's everywhere, right? Now Lou should be the guy saying, "I I ain't hard to find. I ain't hard to find, especially since Ohio State keeps losing to Michigan. He's right. Losing three in a row to Michigan is not good. Below not good. Below not good. Especially when Lewis already told the world that your teams lose big games because they get pushed around in the trenches. Then you go out and you get pushed around in the trenches by Michigan. Again. Again. What a long ride, home,
2: man, it must be.
0: So he's right. Holtz is right in pretty much everything he said. And obviously that hot seat talk for Ryan Day is fair. Now, I'm not saying they should or will fire the guy off of this loss. They won't and they shouldn't. But that doesn't mean he has now a problem. He does. Ryan Day absolutely has a problem. And any Ohio State fan that has a problem with him has legitimate beef. And I'm assuming right about now, that's most Ohio State fans. Again, they're not going to run this dude as bus for this one loss. But it's not one loss. And I do think that he's used up most of his free lives. All that goodwill in the bank is no longer in the bank. I mean, again, the, the numbers are incredible, right? How can a dude be sitting on a seat that is that hot when you can point to an overall record of 56-7. and 56-7 overall in the Big Ten, meanwhile, and 40-0 against teams in that conference, not named Michigan, and yet nobody cares. Who wouldn't take that record? As an aspiring coach, if somebody were to say to you, hey, man, you're going to go into the Big Ten, and you're gonna go 56 and seven overall. You're gonna go into the Big Ten, and you're gonna go 40 and 0 in conference against everybody not named Michigan. I mean, who wouldn't take that all day long? Ryan Day, because he's the head coach at Ohio State. Not only, not only is that not helping him, I'm gonna go as far as to say it actually doesn't even matter. It should. It should. All right, to me, let me rephrase that. It matters to me. But in terms of perception and what you're hired to do, what are you hired to do there? You're hired to beat Michigan and compete for and win natties. But mostly you're hired to beat Michigan. And that's not happening. And if Michigan gets them again in their house next year and makes it four in a row, my man may not only be on thin ice, but he might be right through it into the water. Good news for him, Harbaugh probably won't be there. Allegedly. So you can bet if they get beat in the shoe next season, he might get bleep canned. And even worse, nobody will be upset about it. Even if he wins every single game between now and then.
2: Losing to Michigan three years in a row is not good.
0: You're right, Lou. it's not good.
2: Like, I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right
0: now. He's waiting to be asked a question about you right now, Ryan. That's where he is. What
2: a long ride home, man, it must be.
0: You'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now? He's sitting up on some chair somewhere, smoking a cigar, waiting for his phone to ring so he can do another interview about you. That's where Lou Holtz is right now. Wow, Buckeye fan, where are you? Where's the mafia? Where's Buckeye fan? Michigan, man, I'm not asking where you are. I already know where you are. I don't want that call. Hey, they did it. Hey, Michigan man. Man, I know you're proud of your school, Michigan University. I know nothing makes you more proud than the fact that you got that diploma from Michigan University. After all, you're waving it in our face every single chance you get. That really was a fine moment for Michigan University. Hey, Rome, shut your mouth. You know we're not Michigan University. Oh, I know it. Your coach doesn't.
2: Michigan University, we love you.
0: Does that sound like me? That's not me. I know who you are, Michigan man. I just wonder why the interim Michigan man, the interim Michigan man who just went 6-0 and was on TV calling you Michigan University.
2: Michigan University, we love you.
0: Kind of weird. Hey, Rome. I'm not a fan of either school, but Detroit State... Versus Cleveland Southern is always such a fun matchup, and this year it really lived up to the hype. Best, Will and Airy, I agree. It was another great game. Planet Wilson writes, Rome, Michigan University? What the hell is wrong with that guy? Regards Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Oh. The difference is, the difference is, Jeff Gordon is not Chicago man. He's not Cubs man. He's NASCAR guy. And they rotate people through there. That's not a guy who was in hysterics and crying and bleeding and professing his love for his coach and his school. And then butchered the school name. You do? Dude, what if he had spit out Michigan State? Oh, they got a new coach. Michigan University? After a win over the Ohio Tech? That's incredible. Carl and Prescott. I ran Michigan University, especially when drinking. Signed Sue. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, Carl, it's Mary Sue. But signed uh, Sue Coleman. I think that's Michigan woman.
2: I thank you so. Much. How's for you, baby? And one of the things that makes me yeah, yeah, I already got her. Alvin, how
0: about him going? That's for you, baby. How's for you, baby? He hey, baby Jim Harbaugh. That's like. That's like a caller baby-boying me, right?
1: What's up, baby boy?
0: Uh, nothing. For you, baby? Hey, Rome.
2: What's up, baby boy? Nothing. For you, baby?
0: Nothing, just sitting here behind a white desk, hosting a radio-slash-TV show. Hey, Rome, what's Jim Harbaugh doing next year? Because the Bills certainly aren't winning anything with McDermott at the helm. May as well give cheating a shot. Regards, Bill's Mafia, Scott and Crabchester. Yeah, I mean, this might be the magical, scandal year. But ironically, it's probably boosting his stock. Never mind that he's missed six of the games. What if they I go don't. to the college football playoff? What if, what if, what if they win? What if he wins a natty in a year where he missed half the games? Bet your ass somebody will hire him in the NFL. Scott and Crabchester wrote, "War McDermott's message being more stale than Jeff in Richmond's act." Like I said, it's always twenty twenty. You know, when so it yeah. goes, it goes fast. It was not that long ago the Bills Mafia thought McDermott was the most solid guy they had ever seen. Scrumptious, practically deifying the man. And then over this weekend on the X, fire McDermott is trending. A nasty world, man. It is a nasty, unscrumptious world at times. I'm not calling for anybody's head. I'm not looking to get anybody fired. It's just not my deal. But he's got heat. That's a team with a lot of injuries, but that's still a team with a lot of talent. And they're 6-6. and And this was supposed to be the year they won it all. If you're in a year where your window is closing and you can't consistently find ways to lose games late. And you not only don't win at all, but you don't make the playoffs, I'd be hard-pressed to make an argument that you deserve another year. We're not there yet. Hey, Van Sizzle, I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Signed, Lou Holtz.
2: Like, I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is
0: right now. Andy from Denver, I don't know, dude. I don't know. My man seems to have a pretty good grasp. I mean, he's nailed Ohio State for what they are. I think, dude, Andy, you better worry about you, bro. Losing to Michigan
2: three years in a row is not good.
0: That's a great take. He's not wrong. Now, I think this dude's got a pretty good grasp of where he is, how things are, and what's going on. Now, my man still sounds pretty sharp. He's 86. 86, dude. Andy. What do you think you're going to look and sound like at 86 if, in fact, you're even above ground? He got the name of the schools correct.
2: Losing to Michigan three years in a row is not good.
0: No. Notice, I mean, if he had gone with something like losing to Michigan University three years in a row is not good, then we might have that conversation, Andy. But he didn't. Michigan University, we love you. But the Michigan interim man did. He went with it.
2: How's for you, baby.
0: (laughs) What's for him, baby? Getting the name wrong of the school? But, Michigan man, you handled your business. Or at least your team did. And Ohio State did what they normally do. Lose to a team that they're not supposed to beat. And they got pushed around. Again. All right, open phones right now. I've got James Kelly, top of the hour. The Big Head Nye, an addition of Big Head bets. It's Monday. Got to play tonight's game. Ordinarily, when the Vikings are involved, I don't play, but it seems like they keep showing up on Thursday and Monday, so I have no choice. Does your vehicle have over seventy-five thousand miles? Get maximum high mileage engine protection with SynTech Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil, formulated for today's engines. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get five quarts of SynTech high mileage and micro guard select oil filter for just $34.99. Limit supply, see store for details, ask the professional parts people about all the supplies you need for your next oil change. Try SynTech high mileage exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. got more NFL too that I want to get to how about the stewards all of a sudden showing some offense you know I don't mean the 16 points although that was more than enough I'm talking about 400 yards in total offense I mean it wouldn't seem like that big of a deal except they had not hit that number in 58 games it was that big of a deal and not only did they do it for the first time in 58 games but they did it the second they got rid of Matt Canada which begs the question why didn't they do it a lot sooner all of a sudden, you're at 400-plus for the first time in 58 games? The very first game after kicking Matt Nova Scotia to the curb? Are you kidding? Stewart fans still on this thing. All right, let's go to the phones. Hope you had a good weekend, by the way. i got to admit, being empty nesters, it was absolutely... It was really interesting and really fun and really cool to have both boys home. Like, the whole family unit was back together. That was really interesting and really awesome. Just when I say interesting, not be, not family. interesting to be used as a word as, yeah, there was something about that that wasn't so great. It was all awesome. It just was so different. Interesting being different, like, wow, it's a family again. That was cool. Good to see both boys back home. Especially when we've got boys spread out. You know, we've got one in Wisconsin and one in Colorado, so it's good to have the whole fam together. How was your weekend? Family. There you go. Thanks, Albie. Let's go to Indianapolis. Left in Indy. Good to have you, Left. What's up, man? Smack.
2: It's Les. How you doing, buddy? And... That's not a good call. No, you don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good. You know, call. it's a
0: really unfortunate jungle rule, but it is a rule. And until the rule is amended, that's the way it's going to go. Savage, did you screen that call? <laughs> you both picked it up. Tommy, talk to me for a minute. The screen said, "You get your own song, dude. If you want to keep Pretty good it, too. if you, I was gonna say, if you want to keep that song, we can't have things oh, like that it. happening." So I go to left, and left has no choice but to correct me because I got his name wrong, right? I don't believe so. He just said this is left, right? Oh, I, I, thought, think I he thought he just said, repeated this is it. Is le- oh, I thought he said it's less.
1: No, no, I don't. Th- I don't believe so. Maybe can we play that back? read the tape, right? I, I just confirmed that's the thing. I talked to him and I confirmed with him because obviously left from Laguna, the legendary I,
0: it, okay, bully from okay. Laguna Beach, it, so if, that's why I was making sure. If he sure. didn't correct me, but only restated, you and I would not be having this conversation right now. Albie, you're shaking me off like you can't reset it. Good to have you left. What's up?
2: man? Smack, it's Les. How you doing, buddy? No, he I,
1: said less. right. He
0: said Les. Oh, no.
1: Right? I Don't just confirmed, goodness. Like oh, like... That. Fifteen seconds before he went on the air, I confirmed what his name was in here. So I'm not sure what you, happened. You there. confirmed how? Saying left like L E F F, and he said no, like L E F.
0: Yes, be- left,
1: but like L E F. So that's what we had on there. That's what they put on the TV simulcast. Yeah,
0: okay, it sounds pretty clear to me that you would not confuse F <laughs> with S, Alvin. One more time. This is an important distinction to be made. Did he say Vance Mack? It's left. Or did he say, Van Smack, it's less. In Indy. Good to have you left. What's up?
2: Van Smack, it's less. How you doing, buddy?
0: Ah! Sounds like an S, dude. It does. Okay. All right. Jack so- heard left. I heard
1: left. I spelled it out for him. He spelled it back to me. I'm not exactly sure how that happened. Exactly. What? He doesn't know how to spell left. Van Smack,
2: it's less. How you doing, buddy?
1: Ah! If you want to hear an F, you can hear an F there, but I do think you're right. It's Less.
0: <laughs> Alvin, can you go slow-mo with that? Does that take you time? Or can you do that right now? All right, anyway, the the rule is, Alvin's rule, and I've never overruled the rule, if you correct the host on the introduction to the call, call, you get run. And I've always said, yeah, but what if we're wrong? And Alvin stands by never correct the host. Yeah, but the host is wrong sometimes. And I'm not going to blame it, although I was ready to blame it on Savage because he's the rook, and he's been screening lately. But ultimately, it comes out of my mouth. Can we run that in slow-mo? I don't even think we need to go back to New York, do we? Good to have you left. What's up?
2: man? Smack, it's Les. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> it's Les,
0: dude. Oh, no. There, in my opinion, Tom, and I'll take yours – There is enough evidence to overturn. have to agree, unfortunately. All right. There you go. Thanks, dude. Hey, uh, Les. Either way, Les, you were getting run. There are two rules. Don't correct the host. That would have got you run. And the other rule is don't reset what I just said or you'll get run. So if I say, for instance, let's go to Indy. Left, what's going on? Hey, Rome, it's left in Indy, right? I know I just said that. Left that back. guy was getting run either way, but I just want to make How sure we had the right buddy? reason why we ran him. He was getting run either way, but he got run for correcting the host, even though the host was wrong. And it's probably a rule that we should change, but it's just too funny, so I'm not going to. And it's Alvin's rule. I don't want to undermine Alvy. It's Alvin's rule. Alvin feels very strongly about the rule, so I'm not going to undermine him. What? I just want to know how is it that Tom said to you less, less, left, right, L-E-F? And the reason he made a point of that was not because he did not understand you, but because there is a legendary caller on the program, a three-time Smackoff champ, left with two Fs, not one, from Laguna Beach. The Laguna Beach bully. That's why the whole thing was kind of a quinky dink. Anyway, wow. Whoa. There's an S. Good job, Albie. That's definitely an S. Upon further review, the call in the field stands. You got run either way. Don't sweat it, Tom's funny. Not to less, I bet, but to me it is. I don't think less of any of you. Next time, maybe you just go with Lester. There'll be no confusion. Just go with Lester. Go with your government next time, dude. I don't think any less of you. (laughs) Time now for a good job, Alvin. Good job, Allen. Speaking of Allen, James Kelly, Big Head Bets. He and I break down tonight's game, top of the hour. Andy Staples, next hour. Here's a... Live from Southern California... This is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Did you know that Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply. Sky writes, hey, XR4TI, less is more. But apparently less is not left. Come on, guys. You have like one job. Vince in Illinois. That's not true. They don't have like one job, Vince. You do to do better and make the show better. That's your job. Like as an example, Tommy D has got lots of jobs. Screening out the phone calls is only one of his jobs, which is why he's trying to help Jack get up to speed on that. Because Jack also has multiple jobs. We all do. We all multitask. This guy Ward the Tim Room Show on CBS Sports Radio. Anyway, I I could spend a lot of time on this, but we already just spent a lot of time on that. Let's move on. I've got an idea, actually. See, I want to make things better. I've got an idea for Bill Belichick. An idea for Bill Belichick and his absolutely lost, and non-existent offense. Maybe he should just go off and hire Matt Nova Scotia. Half fam? Half fam? Relax. Allow me to finish. Hood should go out and hire Matt British Columbia just so he can turn around and immediately fire Matt British Columbia. Again, I'm not looking to get anybody fired, except I know that if you do that, it might really jumpstart your offense. Ask the Steelers. The Steelers were finally liberated from Matthew Edmonton, Alberta, Canada last week after 10 straight games of being outgained. And of course, naturally, they immediately went out and they outgained the Bengals, On the road by 200 yards. As always, make that make sense. They were outgained 10 straight games. And the second they break this guy off, they go on the road and they outgain Cincinnati by 200 yards? They did my dude Lou Anarumo's defense like that? The Steelers actually put up over 400 yards of offense in that game. As I mentioned earlier, that's the first time they've put up at least 400 yards in 58 regular season games, a.k.a. since before Matt Saskatchewan took over that offense. Matty Manitoba's offense never gained 400 yards even one time. Not once during his entire terrible tenure. But the second they break this dude off, they immediately go out and they get it done. And all that just to score 16 points. Steeler fan has never been more ecstatic with 16 points than they were yesterday. It worked. The second you made that move, they got that much better. Dramatically better. Just like Broncos fan. I mean, Steeler fan has never been that ecstatic to score 16 just like Bronco fan, has never been so ecstatic to see a quarterback throw for 134 yards.
2: 34.
0: Seriously, Russet? Russet is now a winning sack of potatoes. When
2: well, you see him in person, it's like weird. He's like a sack of potatoes.
0: <laughs> it's like weird, man. You see this guy in person, it's like weird, man. He's like a sack potatoes. Sack of potatoes. Like potato. <laughs> right. Less so than before. And he's a winning sack of potatoes right now. And that's all Bronco fan cares about. I got to give this guy credit, too. Russ has always been the guy. Otherwise, he would not have asked for his own office on his own floor and everything else. He's used to being the guy. So I got to give him credit because he's no longer the guy. They're no longer asking him to do that much. He's not doing much. But you know what? While he's not doing much, he's also not ruining games. Russet is not ruining games, and Sean Payton has the rest of the team playing solid football, and all of a sudden, Broncos Country, we're riding. Broncos Country, let's ride. Broncos Country. Broncos country we're riding a five game win streak. Broncos Country. Let's ride. Dude, they were one in five. Broncos Country let's left for dead. Everybody was rushing in to stomp on their head. And they won five in a row. And they're right there. And one thing became pretty clear yesterday. Pretty clear yesterday is Russet and company kicked Cleveland's ass. Come to find out, the Russet trade is definitely not the worst trade in NFL history. We thought it might be. We thought it was. And by we, I mean the entire world. Not the royal we, I mean the entire world we, but it's not. The Browns pretty clearly made the worst trade in NFL history. Wilson might not have done much yesterday, but Deshaun Watson, Watson did nothing. Just like the Browns offense did nothing. And you still have an asset in Russet. He's still playing pretty well and can play even better. Five in a row is no joke. And doing it to bounce back from a 1-5 start is even more impressive. The fact that this team got up off the mat after having hung 70 on them is the most impressive part. How did they not just shut down the entire year at that point? Just shut it down, let's go home. At that point, it was so clear. Like, Peyton no longer has it. You know, the game has passed him by. Peyton cannot exist in any way. Cannot coexist with Russett. Russett is a fat sack of potatoes. Fat. All these things would have been appropriate to say at one in five or when Miami hung 70 on him. Now, what are we saying? We're saying that credit to Russett for buying in and doing what he has to do. What are we saying now? Sean Payton might be a legitimate coach of the year candidate. Denver has a long way left to ride, but at least they're finally riding. There is a difference. But they're at least Bronco riding. At least things finally look like they're headed in the right direction. At least Russet is buying in and accepting a role. And at least Sean Payton and Russet are coexisting. And listen, Bronco fan, you gotta be pretty happy. You gotta be pretty ecstatic. Five in a row. Margot finally found a way in. She writes, Hello. Hello? This was supposed to be the Bills' year to win it? What about last year? The year before that and that? We need a head coach. Not one doing it all while the D.C. sits on his ass collecting a paycheck. We have a talented team on both sides, and the fans are sick of it. Well, Margo, Mar- hello. Nice of you to speak for hello? the whole mafia. She ended that by saying the fans are sick of it. I'm sure the Mafia the mafia, selected you, Margo, to speak on their behalf. Who, who needs Rick and Buffalo when we have Margo and Buffalo? Hello. Hello! I know last year and the year before, but especially this year, Margo. This year especially. <laughs> Some of this stuff's great. All right, so I'll save it. Hit me up on the phones because... I've got two interviews coming up. Well, two committed segments. Big Head Bets, next segment. Andy Staples in the last segment. So you get the middle segment. one eight hundred six You're in the jungle. I am Jim Rome, hour number three, coming up.